and go. Oh my god. Oh my god. Every Just week. maybe a little bit more upbeat, you know? Considering really would the end go every week? Do you really hate it that much? I dislike it. Okay. Well, until you come up with another way for us to start We're this keep podcast. Doing it. Well, yeah. It's like punishment. Well, I think if I ever go so to dramatic. the afterlife, which I may go to hell, who knows? Who knows? I'll just hear your voice as soon as I enter the the floors of hell. That's exactly what I want to hear. And go. <laughs> it's like on a water slide. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, that's what it'll you be. Know the I can't as well. So it'd be a water slide with you going and go Aww. and go. It'd be up and down. Back to the top and down again. And go. Taking it to the grave. Taking it to the grave. I learned what that phrase meant today. She did. We were doing an intro to our, well, to all the episodes, like a trailer. And I, we were just winging it. And I said, take it to the grave. And she was like, oh, that'd be good. I went, no, that's not a good thing. I thought, you know what I thought? I thought, take it to the grave. Like, you know, it's... Uh, a piece of success like you're going to take it to the grave because it's great you're yeah. going to take it with you all through your life mm. do you know what i mean no because you're dead well yeah you're dead then yeah. but you've taken it to the grave like you've you taken have. it all through your you life sure and then you're in the grave and you're still and you can't breathe so it's not a good expression all oh, right well now i know what it means hmm. but you did come up with a really good expression just a second ago oh Minisode, which is what this is. That's yes, we. This is a minisode. Normally, well, normally being our previous episodes have been around an hour mm-hmm. long. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't foresee this for this one, and therefore, welcome to the our minisode. The first ever minisode. The first ever minisode. And oh, we... how cute. D- yes. <laughs> it's so tiny. Yeah, it's tiny feet. Um... <laughs> tiny feet. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um. So the reason why we're doing this mini-sode is because we put out some questions to our wonderful followers on social media, mm-hmm. um, asking them if they wanted to ask us any questions so we can answer those questions. And here we are answering those questions. Indeed. Quick one. Yes. Do you mind unlocking your phone? I don't mind unlocking my phone, Kate. Thank you. I don't mind. If, um, if your partner asks you to unlock your phone, would you do it? Yeah. you do it? Oh, he knows my password. Oh, amazing. I think. Do you know his password? Yeah. You guys are so cute. Oh, thanks. So nice. I would never allow that. Really? It's ridiculous. Is it because you've got like something to hide, or you prefer the privacy? It's not like I like go on his phone like willy nilly. Mm. It's just like if I need to use it and it's the closest phone to me. Yeah. Like if I need to search something or look up something. It's it's more to do with the fact that it's my phone. Right. And I don't know why you want to look at my phone. Okay. Do you not trust me? Because if you don't trust me, you should leave. No, no, but like, what if what if someone wanted to look on your phone mm, to see my messages? No, like to like for example, I would only ever go on my partner's phone, mm-hmm. um, obviously catch with his out. permission. No, not to catch him. <laughs> to like use Google or like the weather app. If like my phone use is your own phone. well, I don't know where my phone is at that point. Okay, so you go to his phone, and his phone's just there. So I'd be like, oh, can I use your phone? That's so cute. You guys are so cute. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I would never allow that. Okay, fair I'll play. Say to her, please don't. Don't touch my phone. Don't. Are you an only child? No, no, no. I have many siblings. I have which, four siblings. Which sibling are you? Are you the oldest, four. youngest, middle? I am the... It's a weird one. I am the eldest of a second relationship. Ah, okay. Yeah. That is very... Well, I was going to say that's that kind of mentality is either only child or youngest mm. child syndrome. Only child, youngest child. Uh, In my opinion. It is that, but it's also just being stubborn. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's that too. Because I don't understand why someone needs to have my passcode to my phone. I mean, there's some things that you should have, you know, separate from your partner. Oh, no, definitely. And I'm not saying that, like, the fact that I know my partner's phone... Means you're married. Pin code, no. (laughs) (laughs) Or vice versa, is anything bad? And I'm not looking at his messages or anything like that. I think it's just... It's a trust thing. Yeah. We wouldn't violate each other's privacy like that. Mm. But... You should do. Do you think? If you you suspect something, yeah. Oh, no, but I don't suspect anything. No, no, not right now. I'm saying in the future. Ah. Hopefully you'll never be in that position. Sure. If you are in that position, my God, you've got his passcode. Wonderful. But if he's a clever guy, he'd have two phones. Oh, my God. Have you done this before? No, no, I've not done before, but I've seen it in TV shows. Um. And they're like, oh, I know my husband's passcode. He would never do that. And I look at his phone all the time, but he's got another phone. Mm. And he gave her the passcode on purpose to deceive her. My God, people yeah. are evil. They are, but it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not cheating, just having two phones. Having two phones. Yeah. I do feel like a bit of a bad bitch when I'm walking around with my personal phone and my work oh, phone. You always are a bad bitch. Oh, Marcus, yes, thank you so are. much. Today, Ked is wearing this beautiful green <laughs> trouser thing. It's amazing. I love it. It's like a, she's got a white shirt. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, my God, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, look, it's, it's a bad bitch. A bad bitch? Oh, look at compliments yeah, yeah, today yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i'm not sure if that's a compliment <laughs> being a bad bitch i feel like being a bad bitch is a bit okay. of a compliment, is that a compliment? yeah what if i called you a bad bitch how would you take it i don't know it? how i take that i don't think i'd like it no no uh, okay i won't do that then i mean don't yeah please don't do that but no if you if you did do that i'd be like oh, what, what does she mean by that wait what if i said you looked spiffing that sounds amazing. Yeah, I love, all right. I love that old expression. Old timey expressions. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to court you. Courting. Yes, courting. Yeah. Can I court you? We have an accord. Oh, an accord. Yeah. Is that a thing from Bridgerton? Is it? Yeah. Okay, let's get on to Bridgertons. I hate uh, Bridgerton. Yeah, I know, and I think it's really interesting. Tell them why you hate Bridgerton. Mm. Have I not said this on an episode before? Maybe, but maybe not as in depth. Okay, I don't like. First of all, I'm a sucker for history. I love history. Mm-hmm. And I love historical period dramas. Uh, I don't particularly like period dramas okay. anyway, but I love just history in general, just okay. the idea of history. And I love watching like Alexander the Great film. Mm. Um, I like watching some slavery films, but a lot of them seems to be a lot of like uh, torture porn. Mm. Like oh, wow. whipping and stuff. And okay. it's like, but you know, that's what history was, unfortunately. Um, but what I hate about Bridgerton is it kind of says history was actually like this and it wasn't like yeah. that. And I know some people that I've argued with say, oh, but there were some rich Asian and black people back then. I'm like, well, there was. Yeah, but, but they, they weren't were, the queen or they, they weren't, weren't the in queen and they weren't the fraternizing monarchy. with the white uh-huh. people and you know, dancing and getting into um, relationships with them it just mm-hmm. wasn't like that and I don't know how I would justify that if I had kids how would I justify that my kids if they watch watching TV and like daddy I thought you said there was slavery but I can see the black actors they all have yeah. opulence opulence is such a great word yeah so if my kids said that I'd be like what yeah what a kid you are what? <laughs> you are my child, <laughs> you are my child. <laughs> I could so see your kids saying opulence opulence daddy <laughs> <laughs> Why does everyone it's, have in, it's so interesting because I see both sides of the coin. I understand why they did it, mm. but I understand your side as well in that it trivializes inclusivity, right? Apps to a point, yeah. Right? And yeah. yeah, it's 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 a really fine line of 
feeding inclusivity into casting, mm. but also if you're gonna take a trope of history and then turn Change it into a TV series, mm. it, at what point does it become problematic? And almost yeah. sort of... For me, I find it highly problematic. I feel it. I feel it's letting people off. I feel like... It disregards... It disregards what actually really happened, yeah. which wasn't that yeah. at all. There was a huge period, even now there's a period we're still in a period of, of bias and discrimination. Mm-hmm. And to go back in the whenever the hell that show set, there was no <laughs> discrimination. Everyone was lovely and dancing together and yeah. falling in love. No, they weren't. Now, the argument, the only argument I would have is that, okay, it presents jobs and opportunities for actors who are of, of diversity in that sense. But why not just make another TV show mm. instead of now? and use the same actors? Well, maybe just because Netflix didn't sign off on that. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's Netflix's fault. Oh, no. We're not hating on Netflix. No? I don't know, are we? A little bit. Oh, okay. Do you know why? Go on. Because when you're watching a TV show, mm. yeah, you could have watched three episodes and they would say, you want to watch some more? <laughs> you're like, no, just watch three episodes. <laughs> you sure? You want to watch some more? No. You know what bothers me about Netflix mm. is when you're like, I don't know if you do this, but I put on TV shows in the background sometimes mm. and then it will stop and it'll be like, are you still there? Yeah, are you still there? I felt so judgmental. It's so judgmental. It's like, yes, I am. And also when the credits are rolling, they just go on straight to the next show. The credits are rolling. You're like, oh, okay, this person did this. Oh, Production you like, manager. You like yeah, watching yeah, I love, the credits. Yeah, I love that. And then yeah, no, go, that checks out as a director. Skip onto, <laughs> onto Love is Blind or something. You're like, <laughs> I was watching a, a deep philosophical drama. Why and are you talking to Love is Blind? Love is Blind can arguably, arguably a deep be <laughs> a deep philosophical drama. Okay. Yes. Oh, um, interesting way of seeing things. Yeah. Oh. Should we go through the Should questions? Should we get on to some questions? Yeah, because, I mean, we're doing this just before our lunch break. I know, I was just going to say. It's... Cutting into it a little bit, aren't we? I know. Do you think we should stop to let people heat up their food? Nah. Um... <laughs> Fine. <laughs> so, Kez, the first question is, can internationals join your agency? <laughs> yes, I believe they can, as long as they have uh, the appropriate working visas. Mm-hmm, is nice. that right? Correct answer, five points to Kez. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. There you go. Next Thank question. you, yeah. Can I ask the question? <laughs> Considering I'm not actually a booker here. Um, okay, Marcus, to you, what makes a model stand out? To me, what makes a model stand out for us as an agency, um, it's going to sound so corny, but it's so true, it's, it's that individuality and... You can, that can come across in pictures as well as personality. So we would, I, I think the question really comes down to on a visual level, do you stand out? And that doesn't mean are you stunningly beautiful in the conventional sense, it just means do you stand out? Do you look different? Do you have something quirky about you? Or do you just look normal? Because we're a commercial agency, so we look for normal people mm-hmm. sometimes. And we also look, for, we do look for conventional beauty in quotation marks as well. Um, and then we, when we get the person in, we're looking for the person to fit our ethos. And our ethos really is just working with nice people. And as corny as that sounds, you'd be surprised the amount of people we sign because they're just nice people. Amazing. Yeah. And I, I have a question that springboards from that that's not necessarily something someone's asked. Sure. What, um, what defines a normal person? Ooh. 
I thought you wanted to go for lunch. That's. I know. I'm sorry, and I feel like the office is going to hate me. They are. They do hate you. Oh. <laughs> Sorry to Shit. bring out on the podcast, but everyone hates you. Oh, cute. Okay. They don't. They don't. <laughs> um, so, anyway. um, so, to answer your question, what defines a normal person? I think what that would mean is the. It's almost the idea of the complete opposite of conventional beauty. And conventional beauty is a speak standard that's been set by you know, society. Um, a normal person would probably not fit into those beauty standards, but that doesn't mean that they're not beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's really uh, interesting. for any gender. Very well said. So, next question. How do I get signed to your agency? How do I get signed to your agency? Uh-huh. Tiana, I would definitely recommend, there's two ways of doing it. You can go to our walk-in, which is every Wednesday between 2.30 and 5, and you can get our address on the website, or... You can simply go on the website again mm-hmm. and go to the apply page and uh, we can go from there and see what happens, Tiani. Interesting, interesting. Um, I got a question for you, Kess. Okay. Have you ever signed anyone that's five foot? Yeah, I mean, one great thing about BAME Agency, um, they're a commercial agency first and foremost, so they don't have any sort of measurements that you need to abide by. But, um, and, and then saying that, we have signed models. Was it under five foot? It's five foot. Exactly five foot. Which Ocean, one of our most popular models, is five foot. Yeah. So we do. Yeah, yeah which is great, mm. I think. Wonderful. It's really nice because, you know, you have a lot of agencies that have specific measurements and specific stats that you need to adhere to in mm-hmm. order to be a part of them. And what I like about BAME Agency is, although they're racially diverse, they're also um, diverse with body types as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And don't necessarily see that. Like Marcus said in the initial question, he mainly looks for sort of personality and energy Absolutely. and and body measurements isn't in that. Absolutely. That was from Ravika. Thank you very much, Ravika. <laughs> uh, the next one is from Martina96. I'll let you read that one because okay. it says, I've applied as... I've applied as a plus size model and haven't heard back. How can I stand out in the future? That's an amazing question, Martina. That's a fantastic That is question. a good one. I, I think, see, I, I love films and I've always wanted to be a film director and um, it's the same, you get the same level of, of, of judgment as you do as a model. Um, you, know, you know, you may apply at one place a million times and they may always say no, or you may apply at one time and they may say yes. Um, I don't think there's any way of standing out per se. Um, I would say you are who you are. There's not really much you can do to change who you are. But I would say definitely getting better pictures always helps. Mm -hmm. So Martina would say work on your portfolio, make sure it looks better, and then reapply. Mm -hmm. And you may may stand out. Um, And also just because you apply to one specific agency and you may get rejected doesn't mean that you can't model. different strokes with different folks you may find another agency that fits perfectly with who you are and what you yeah, are as well no that's a very good point I have a question for you following okay. the answer mm. what makes a better in quote marks portfolio mm. well Kez being a photographer as you have done previously <laughs> <laughs> I think you know the answer but I'll answer anyway um, it's literally down to quality and I think unfortunately that's subjective so there's no again there's no definitive answer as to what makes a better portfolio but working with Again, quote unquote, better photographers. Um, and you know what? We spent 
most of our pre-lunch for half an hour trying to perfect our intro to, <laughs> to our podcast and we've done about 20 takes yeah um and why i'm saying that is because the more you work on something and do it over and over again yeah the better in theory the better you should be at it so i would say point. with photos and with portfolios i would say just keep shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and keep shooting even when you're assigned a model and you're doing really well keep shooting because you're yeah. better and find new pictures Amazing. And I think that would definitely help with your confidence as well in terms of, you know, if you're very new to the industry and you're working with different photographers, you know, bettering your portfolio. I think just the the experience of working with photographers, regardless of the imagery that comes out of it, would help you sort of with your movement, with your style, your working style and just sort of improve. Love that. Love that, Kez. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, we have one last question. From Zoe. Zoe says, what should I bring on Wednesday? Wednesday is our walk-in. I think I aforementioned that, but I'll say it again on Wednesdays between 2.30 and 5 p.m. at the office, which you can find on the website. And what should she bring on Wednesdays, Kez? She should bring um, sort of comfortable form-fitting clothes. I would say, I would say don't wear anything baggy. Yeah, don't wear anything baggy. Mm-hmm. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Heels is mm-hmm. very important. If, uh, if you if, identify as a woman, yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, if, you're a, if you identify as a woman, wear heels. Um, if you want to bring your pictures, you can bring them along. Most likely, the probably maybe won't be seen. If you want to bring a comp card, mm-hmm. you can bring it along. If you don't know what comp card is, we can go into that in another episode. Yeah. In another mini-sode. Um, but just bring yourself just be again I know again corny but bring yourself and be normal and and when I say normal I'm not trying to say that people should behave normal I'm saying be yourself turn up bring your authentic energy there you go you just got me out of a hole yeah you're welcome that's what I'm here for tag team always (laughs) (laughs) got me digging me right out of the hole I'm like please (laughs) not that we're saying you know you're not normal, but <laughs> Just be, authentic. Uh, be your yeah, as always. Bring your authentic energy. I think that's something I've only been involved in maybe one or two of BAME agencies walking Wednesdays just in terms of seeing how they run. And I think what the guys definitely love and catch on to first, even before any sort of imagery's been taken, mm-hmm. is your energy is sort of the personality that you bring to the table and whether it gels right with the agency, with the people that work here, with just the industry in general. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this agency is full of industry professionals and can tell sort of within the first minute of talking to you whether, you know, you've got it. And I think that's really important. Totally. The amount of times that the photographers, I mean, you will only really see the photographers and the amount of times that the photographers do in the walking session will come to the booker and go I didn't like that person's energy mm. and we will take that into account yeah um, absolutely most likely you won't be seen again so dun, do, dun, come dun. In, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> do come in with good energy and if you're not naturally a extremely enthusiastic person just be nice that's enough yeah uh, just be nice or just fake a smile for <laughs> put on a performance put on a performance you're here yeah. for like four or five minutes yeah, I mean, I know it must be nerve-wracking if you're very new to the industry. Walk-ins are 
very nerve-wracking anyway mm. coming into an agency that's well established so it's fine if you are nervous it's just you know figuring out a way to turn those nerves into something more and something Absolutely. that's able to translate to people who are here to help essentially mm -hmm. yeah. and yeah. propel your career that's Absolutely. the main thing Absolutely. no one here is um, we're not I know there's a stigma around certain agencies being very cutthroat and like um, judgmental and stuff. And for me to say we're not like that is hyperbole because you know we don't. It's just it's, right at this stage, it's just an expression. I'm sure it doesn't mean much to you as you hear this, but <laughs> we literally are very nice people. Um, we do try and create a warm atmosphere. So when you come in, sure you're going to be nervous, but like Kez says, turn that into something positive. It's literally five minutes of your life out of how many minutes you're going to be living in your whole life. Just just come in with a, a, a certain uh, je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Très bien. Très bien. <laughs> I think that's a great note to end our mini so uh, on. Au revoir. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no outro, just bye. <laughs> Perfect. I don't know the outro in French. So okay. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs>